The USFL Gambling Podcast Week Five Recap Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet fifty dollars at WinBet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over/under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app. Make sure you download it. It is free in the app store and Google play store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts and content. So grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA the boss. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive it did. Week five rea- reaction and recap show. I can't talk. My name is Colby Swinging Dead to Base Dead, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> We're five weeks in. Five weeks. <laughs> We are at the midway point in the United States football league's first season since 1986. I am joined by my co-host former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. USFL. Yes. The football. Remain undefeated. They remain undefeated. Even without Shark Dog playing. How you doing, pal? Uh, and uh, you know, what'd you think of another wild, wild week of United States Football League action, my friend? Uh pretty fantastic. I mean as much as we talk about uh, wanting more, and I agree, you know, you can never get enough. But 
I will say that four weekend games and being able to watch all of them, kind of, uh, kind of nice. I want more, but yes, I'm like, give me more, more, more. <laughs> um, that's my that's my singing. In the midnight uh, hour, yeah. Cole, you want more, more, more? <laughs> sure, midnight hour, midnight football is always great. Um, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, look, I, I don't want to go off of the deep end here, but we're going to get cosmic football. That's what we need. Give me like cosmic bowling. Give me the cosmic midnight football. I still want the Arizona team to actually play in the Grand Canyon. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I was thinking about this expansion. It's got to happen. It's got to happen because look, you come home next year and you got all these teams excited. This is what you do. And I know I'm going off the deep end here, and we'll go back to to breaking down every game. But you move Michigan and Pittsburgh to the Central. Right. Mm, yeah. So I want you to, ex- I, I want the league to expand by eight teams, right? Okay. So I want the North to be, or the East should be the New Jersey generals, the Philadelphia stars, the Washington federals. Yeah. And this is what I was struggling with. Who could be the fourth team? I was like, do you just go expansion? Do you keep Pittsburgh there? But then I want this to happen. I want the South to get rid of the Houston gamblers and I want them to get the Memphis showboats. You would then have the Memphis showboats, New Orleans breakers, Tampa Bay bandits and Birmingham stallions. Then you break off to the West. There you go. And you have uh, the Houston gamblers. That's where a lot of the expansion has to happen. The San Antonio gunslingers. I like it. And I think the first two teams you bring in from the West should be the Oakland invaders and probably the Los Angeles express. And I say that obviously LA is not known for their, for their, but I just think the media market, it's too big. You got to do it right. As much as the Arizona outlaws or an expansion, San Diego team, or, or the Oklahoma city outlaws or the Denver gold, all great ideas. But I think you do that. And then up North uh, you have I think you go, uh, you have the Michigan Panthers, right? Yeah. So if you keep Pittsburgh, that's the question. Does Pittsburgh stay in the East or do they come to the Midwest? No, they got to go Midwest. So if you go Midwest, then you add the Chicago team. I don't want it to be the blitz blitz is a corny fucking name. So (laughs) I want them to go with a different team name, right? Okay. But something good, not this bullshit. Not these XFL names. Those XFL names are trash, right? Yeah. For the most part. Um, And then you add one more team, and I'm thinking like either St. Louis or Milwaukee. Milwaukee, not a bad idea, right? I mean, here's the problem with what you're talking about here. Milwaukee uh, is definitely what I was thinking too. St. Louis would be amazing, but we know damn well the XFL is going to beat them to the. Well, that's why you go to Milwaukee because the XFL seems like they're going to St. Louis. So if you go, if you have Milwaukee, Chicago, uh, how about Cleveland or Canton? How about Canton? Since they're playing the the playoffs there, there you go. Bring back the Canton bulldogs, right? Oh, that'd be great. Yes. You already have the Michigan Panthers. Give me Canton. So you don't even need Milwaukee. Then you just go like this. You go Chicago, Detroit, which the Michigan Panthers, the Pittsburgh Maulers, and then you go Canton. So that's your four there. Then you have your four in the East. Philadelphia, New, New Jersey, DC, and I think your fourth team should either be Baltimore or New York City. 
with New Jersey too. I mean, isn't the Jersey team kind of based out of New York? Almost? Yeah, but someone should play at like the Met Stadium. That would be amazing. So I'm saying, bring football Get, back to the cities. I think that's the problem the NFL has done. I know we're going off of a cra- on a crazy a tangent. Stadium. If we're gonna have a stadium in uh, fucking the Grand Canyon, we need a stadium in Central Park. <laughs> the Grand Canyon's no. a joke. Just like I wanted the Oakland Raiders to play yeah. on Alcatraz. And but, they belong there, and the, and then and whatever teams in Arizona belongs in the fucking Grand Canyon. <laughs> and whoever's playing in New York, they this need is to where people a, stop listening to us. Like, These in, fucking idiots. Put, put in, one on Central uh, Park. <laughs> Uh, Yeah. So what'd you make of this weekend's action? Uh, It was good. I mean, quality games, quality games. Let me, uh, so Friday night we had the Panthers bandits, uh, Shea Patterson, I think actually threw for over 300 yards. First time. uh, I mean, compared to the week before, which I think he threw for like 43, I don't even remember, but uh, um, they still lose though. But I got good news. If you're a Michigan Panthers fan, there's a lot of good news out there. Shea Patterson threw for 304 yards, 62% completion percentage, one touchdown, one interception. He also led the team in rushing with 46 yards. They're one dimensional as hell, man. Are they, uh, you know, has they, have they found the passing game or is that a flash in the pan, Patty? See, cause before that they were awful at passing the ball every week. Yeah. What did they have? Like 60 yards last yeah, week, 65 yeah. yards. Uh, it's tough to say uh, based on one game that they're going to have it going. Uh, it is surprising though, because the bandits had been one of the better defenses uh, up to this point, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, the Panthers, the Panthers, I think have even better defense, but the bandits pepper Johnson had, the, had them playing. All right. I mean, I know they struggled yeah. against the breakers, but they've had yeah. some other games where they, they, where they've they, been decent. Yeah. So uh, I mean, Shea Patterson, 735 passing yards, 165 rushing yards through five games. Pretty good stats, but no, no. I mean, the passing yards yeah, not so much, yeah. but but the rushing yards. Um, but the the so, bandits limited Reggie Corbin to just twenty eight yards rushing. That that uh, is pretty impressive after the two hundred yard games. Um, well, yeah, I mean, they got to figure something out. The, the, it's it's one thing or another with the with the Panthers, but they're almost like uh, the um, gamblers uh, in terms of just not being able to hold a lead, you know, and, <laughs> and, and being in games, but not being able to finish, you know, I feel like the Panthers are not what they're, what are they one and four at this point? Yeah. But get, this is the good news for the Michigan Panther fans. Yeah. You're, you're one game out of the playoffs. Yeah. Cause the East sucks or the, uh, yeah, the North sucks so bad. Um, and how about the, the bandits don't look now, but the bandits, yes, they got blown out by the breakers, but with the breakers losing, the bandits and breakers are tied up for that. What second spot in the South. That's right. That's so right. the season very much alive for both of these teams, so, despite uh, their outcomes on Friday night on USA network where 250,000 people watch, which I believe compared to last Friday, which it wasn't on the USA network last Friday, but it was on the FS one. They gain, I think 43,000 new viewers on, on uh, or not I new, mean, but more viewers. Uh, it's a pretty significant jump. I, I you know? we don't have the numbers on Saturday and Sunday yet, but I would imagine those ones would did pretty decent. It's like a twenty five percent jump almost week over week. Yeah, for, for so, the Friday night slot, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. So Saturday we had the Breakers and the Generals. Patty C, you know preseason. I said the Breakers are my are my team, but after the first two weeks, I think after the, really after the first week when the, when the generals ran the ball 24 straight times, I think it was, <laughs> I said, 
No, this is my favorite team. All right. I had, so I enjoy both the breakers uniforms, Kyle Sloter, Sloter Saturdays and Sundays are always fantastic, but I knew they were, this was my lock of the week. The generals Slaughter will throw some interceptions, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, but this is my lock of the week. The generals were three point dogs. And if you listen to our pick show, I not only had them uh, on the money line, I locked it up. I said, that's your smartest bet of the whole week. Now I did, I did go two and two cause I lost the Panthers game. Um, but I'm telling you, and I, I've told you this for the, like, the past four weeks on my power rankings, the generals are the best team in the league. They're the best team in the league, dude. Uh, well, I mean, from a personnel standpoint, it's tough to argue that at least offensively, I mean, Johnson looks dynamite, you know, on both running and passing the ball. And then uh, Mr. Uh, Thunder thighs, Darius Victor, uh, the bowling ball, the bowling ball, Michael just, Bernard Turner style. Yeah, pretty much. And then, it and then well. Trey Williams is nice. Uh, Cavante Turpin. I mean, they have, they have players, man. Yeah. They just keep you honest. Yeah. Um, so I, I, and I think Mike Riley is probably the best coach in the league. So I think the generals are, I, 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 I mean, they're kind of running away with the North here. Yeah. It looks like it. What are they? Four and one and uh, stars are in second place at two and three. And I think the generals have the best offensive line in the league, which I think is, is, I mean, that was the breakers. They were, did a great job all year on, on run defense. And uh, you look at what happened there, you know, 188 yards rushing by the generals. They also went to the air Cavante Turpin's electric 213 yards in the air, just an all around great performance by the generals. The question you know, is, are, are the breakers going to be there? Uh, let's see. I mean, three they're, and two, they're too predictable. They're like the stars. Those two teams remind me of each other. I still think the breakers are a top three team in the, in the USFL, but they pass too much to me. I know. I know Jordan <laughs> Ellis was leading the league in rushing a year or uh, last week, but to me watching that generals game, I said, they know it's coming. Well, Sloter leading the league by a country mile uh, with uh, 1,226 passing yards. Second place is Tammy with 834. But you're right. He does pass too much. He's got seven interceptions in five games. Uh, well, and it's predictable to me. Like I watching that Generals game, I said, "Oh, they should just they, at times they drop back, uh, just a bunch of people, a bunch of bodies." I don't remember the exact defenses of what they ran, but and uh, and they had success picking off Sloter twice. So, I mean, what else would you expect from a Larry Fedora team? I mean, they even have the same colors as when he was at North Carolina, pretty much. It's just the exact same like experience. Just fling the ball around. It's gonna get you somewhere sometimes, but yeah, they need to uh, they need to be a little less predictable. I agree. Yeah. So we had those two games uh, happen, um, and then we got we had Sunday's action. But before I get to Sunday's action, I gotta get us paid. The USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on the Win's Bet twenty dollars Win two hundred dollars promotion, where a fifty dollars bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering one hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with Win's own Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a twenty dollars free bet when they win, lose, or push on a three three or more team. Uh, build your own bet parlay, essentially between Thursday and Saturday players can take advantage of an offer on the NBA playoffs. There's so much more to choose from. And all you have to do is download the win bet app or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com to get started today. 
Offer subject to change, terms and conditions apply. Winbet.com must be 21 or older to enter present state where you play through. Winbet is available. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. All right. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Now on Sleeper. On to Sleeper, I should say. Uh, Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there, if I had to bet. I use it. I mean, for mine, even I mean, for everything, really, uh, it's a game-changing product, unlike anything else in the in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by just playing the new over and under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, number of points in a basketball game or hits in a baseball game. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter in the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win up to uh, two times uh, from well, actually from two times to twenty times the money that you put in. The main reason that I'm excited about over unders on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can uh, join my buddies' contest and basically play together. Yeah, it's got it's got a built-in group chat where I can see and uh, copy my friends' picks if I wanted to, which I wouldn't do. They're probably copying mine with just a tap of a button, but it's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing. Uh, Obi's about to ruin. Yes. I'm about to ruin everyone in my league and sleeper and download the sleeper app. Uh, I'm telling you the new over under game. It's fantastic. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Patty C. All right. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and, and by the way, on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. You can join our squad, get a 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. You got to do it. Boom. You got to do it. So uh, let's, let's just, I mean, what? We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens. I'm just going to go through all of them now. All right. I thought I was going to dice them up a couple different ways. Yes, the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplements. So, what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all of those things, and it costs less than $3 a day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of their immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with their first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And last but not least, you're brought to you by IP Vanish. Yes. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Mm-hmm, I'm afraid so. That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP vanish VPN. We use it here at the SGPN studios. It keeps us truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communication, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location is hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP to claim 70% off your savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right, Patty C all these games are pretty fantastic. And Sunday for a second, you know, I did this, I did this, uh, I was on the stars and the Maulers to win 
as as heavy dogs. And I felt pretty damn good when Case Cookies, to quote Arnold Schwarzenegger, Case <laughs> Cookies, uh, when he uh, when he came in early in the game. Obviously, uh, the Stallions did not start Jamar Smith, which was a bit surprising to us DFS players out there. They had Alex McGowan, and, and it looked like the Stars were going to win that game. I thought before they switched to Jamar Smith. When they switched to Jamar Smith, he's so much better than Magoo. I don't even get yeah. it. Magoo four of eleven with a bad pick. Um, I mean, it was a spectacular play, but uh, not. I, th- I had 36 completion percentage. And then you put in Jamar Smith and he goes uh, 77% completion percentage. Yeah. And they look like a completely different team. They end up covering and th- I thought the stars were going to backdoor cover this. I had stars plus six and a half and they were at like the, the 15 yard line with five seconds left. And I was like, Oh, please you're down 13. Just give them the touchdown stallions. It didn't happen. Um, you know what? I think the stars are the, are the most pussy team in the league. <laughs> I really do like their run defense sucks. And they commit to the pass even more than the breakers to me. Like there was a point in that game when it was still a, a seven point game. They had p- the possession. They had the ball, like a, a decent amount in the third quarter. And I think they only had like 20 yards of offense or something in the third quarter, but it was like, I, I could call the plays ahead of time. I was like, Oh, they're going to try to pass here. Yes. They're going to pass. Well, like, they don't commit to the run an ex quarterback is your head coach. And he's spent as much time with uh, basically Pass happy leagues, you know. The Ottawa GGs were known to pass the rock, Patty C. <laughs> the Omaha Nighthawks. The geez. Team nine. <laughs> yeah. Team uh, good old team nine, man. Uh engine number nine. Uh look, they only rushed the ball, Patty C, to their running backs nine times all game. This was not a blowout. I would understand it if they were down double digits. They were not down double digits until like four minutes left in the game. And in the fourth quarter, essentially. Yeah. Why? Do you commit so little to the run? You know, it's funny. Um, I, I I don't know if it was Andrews talking, but I feel like uh, there was one of the interviews I was listening to, and I thought it was him, where he said they were uh, they had been committed to the pass uh, a bunch before, and the run was opening up for them, and so they're gonna they're gonna utilize it, you know, just because it was what was working. You can't win. <laughs> Apparently, not enough. They got lucky to beat the Panthers the week before when the Panthers missed a chip shot. And Jeff Fisher kind of uh, just blew it, but I mean they're very fortunate. Like if the playoffs started today, they're in. But in my opinion, I got there's some big fucking concerns with Philadelphia Stars. I, I I don't know the Stallions just find ways to win. I know my power rankings still have the Generals above the Stallions, but man, Shark Dog was out, not a problem. Jamar Smith uh, missed a game, not this game, but the game prior. They got they found a way to win. NC Nick was on to this. This team is is just finding ways to win. They are five and zero oh with a total uh, margin of victory over the course of the season of thirty. Uh, what is that? Thirty eight points. So they're winning by an average of about one score per game, eight points or so a game. Um, it's not a set seven eight points. They're not killing teams. You're right, but they are finding a way to come out on top each and every time. Oh, I thought the Generals were the better team, and they got fortunate. I thought the the, the Gamblers game they got fortunate. I mean, they've had some some scares, but they, there is a, a a science to this. You know, certain teams find ways to win, and it seems like the Birmingham Stallions have been that team. C.J. Marable first game over a hundred yards, I believe, all year. Twenty three for one fourteen. Um, uh, their receiving core is pretty damn good with Angeline, the tight end from NC State, and then Bolden Jr. and uh, Osiris Mitchell. Uh, Marlon Williams from UCF. They have a, pr- a pretty exciting receiving unit. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, 
I still think the generals are the best team in the league. If I had to, to say the second best team it would probably be, the, no, it is the Birmingham stallions. They beat new, uh, new Orleans and new Orleans just lost again. So I think you have to have the stallions number two. I'll reveal the reveal the rest of them uh, in a second here. But the, are you, do you think the stallions are the best team in the league? Patty C. I mean, it's tough to argue that they aren't or that they are, I guess, whatever you would say there. Um, I five and O is five and O and a win head to head against the, the clear second best team in the league. Uh, but you know, like you said, um, some I think of that New Jersey outgained the them. They test. just missed field goals. Like New Jersey was in control of that game until really late um, when they played the generals. So that's, I, th- I think the generals are the better team, but it they're, they're, they're the two, they're the clear cut two best teams in the league. Well, do you think that New Jersey has a better chance of making it out of the North into the championship game yes. or yeah. You think even though the stallions are undefeated, they have a harder path to get there. I think the breakers could beat the stallions. The bandits just gave them a game, even the gamblers. And we'll get to that because the set, the Sunday night game, your boy Dundee, where's my music? Where the fuck is my music here? <laughs> um, your boy picked Dundee. And your boy Patty C, who went to James Madison, where Vad Lee. Oh, hell yeah. All it took was them getting an athlete, Patty C. All it took. That's right. I, I was on I was on the Pittsburgh Maulers to beat the Gamblers, who continue to be the worst team in the second half. You know, they've been <laughs> up, they've been up in every single game at halftime. They make zero adjustments. Clayton Thorson, uh, just a gigantic lawn chair. I mean, did you see that fumble where he gave the pits, the, the Maulers, like there's like seven minutes left in the game. The Panthers are, I mean, I'm sorry, the Panthers, the gamblers are up eight Clayton Thorson. I'm just sitting there. Like the, the Maulers haven't even moved the ball that much in the second half. And it's like, watch Clayton Thornton is going to give him a chance. I thought it was going to be a pick, which he did throw a pick, but it was, the yeah. fumble was the big one. Yeah. Which, which yeah. set up for 24. Passing, he sucks. And dude. Interception, yeah, he did suck. And uh, and, and his receivers were making plays. I mean, the play of the day oh, maybe was man, yes, that receiver just basically owning that uh, defender, or not even owning, just being a freaking insane athlete. So um, that was probably thirty of his passing yards right there. I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't that unimpressed with Thorson. Thorson, I probably should have been. Uh, but I thought he was playing okay for stretches. There. But here's the problem, though, man. They don't make adjustments. As, as obviously, they've had a halftime lead in every one of their fucking games. Um, yeah. So bet the first half on the Houston Gamblers, but they 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 hurt themselves in the air more than they help themselves. You know what I mean? Like they. So to me, if they were to take a page from the Pittsburgh Maulers or the New Jersey Generals with DeAndre Johnson. Go out. I, I, if it was me, if you put me in charge, shit. Keep running your league leading running back, Mark Thompson. Yes, I, but I would get a mobile quarterback. I, I would cut Clayton Thorson or or Kenji Bahar right now and get someone out there like Vad Lee. Now I know Vad Lee isn't. I mean, he rushed for only what, like I feel like thirty yards or something. Yeah, twenty yards. But he puts the fear in the defense, which is is just enough to me. Um, DeAndre Johnson does it as well. And I would commit to the run more because the pass, the, the pass has put all these turnovers in play for you. You, you were in charge of the game. Like you were in the lead all these times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that like, obviously when you see a guy like, uh, like Cookus or um, uh, Scott, 
uh, Brian Scott at the beginning of the year, and they have all that experience, experience, and it's uh, really crisp, you know, because they've worked with their coach's system for like four or five years, whatever it is. Then you can afford to, you know, just allow your quarterback to put your receivers in space and spread the ball around that way. But if your offense isn't clicking on all cylinders, yeah, go ahead and get a mobile quarterback and kind of fake it till you uh, make it. I don't understand if this league just wants a f- air philosophy, but like to me, if you're putting coaches and you're trying to win these games, you go out and grab a player like Khalil Tate or some other college quarterback that is an athlete, and you mix that with your run game. And and Mike Riley's not known for a power run system when he was with the Chargers. No, when he was with the uh, when he was with the Oregon State Beavers, Nebraska Cornhuskers. But look, he adapted. To me, he's by far the best coach on this because he's doing basically option read all the time with, with three or four big time playmakers. And it's, it's the best offense in the league. If you ask me, um, I don't understand why the gamblers or any of these other teams, I, I was glad to see the Maulers get, a, a, get Lee in the game. I know they weren't even play. I, Laletta was, was supposed to be their guy, I think, but Lee comes in 19 of 32, 170 yards, passing two touchdowns, the game winner, the walk-off game winner. But he also, he had 20 yards rushing, only 20 yards rushing. But to me, it was the, the, the some key runs there. I know, and maybe those numbers are, are diluted by a couple sacks or something. I don't know. I mean, but I, he he was keeping his eyes downfield. No, don't don't get me wrong. He was getting the ball out quick, and he was checking down really well. But he was also scrambling. I mean, his feet didn't just serve for the purpose of rushing yards. Like yeah, to keep plays alive. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Is like to me, like come on. If unless you have Kyle Sloter or Brian Scott, that just seemed like they could drop back and and. Kind yeah, of kill pick it. a defense apart. Yeah, then I I don't understand why you just don't go and go get an athlete and mix that and just keep doing the the option read with that. Call me crazy, but the Maulers get their first win, Patty C. Twenty one twenty on a walk off game winner. I think Bailey Gaither had the the San Jose, former San Jose State re- receiver had the the touchdown to win the game. And all of a sudden, like if you're a Pittsburgh Maulers fan and talking shit about Kirby Wilson chicken salad pizza this pizza that, you're a game out of first place. <laughs> You're a game out of first place because the other team's lost. Uh, that's really bad. They've been outscored sixty to one twelve this season. And but yet- all you need is a chance. All you need yeah. is a chance with sports. So look, I, I gotta before we get into the power rankings this week, we have the Bandits and the Stars playing. Honestly, I think the Stars could lose again, right? Yeah, it's very possible. Okay, you got the Panthers and the Stallions. I mean, the Bandits have a better record. So. Yeah, I mean the Bandits are favored. Okay. So so let's let's just see it how Vegas sees it. Uh if uh, so the Bandits would 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 win and move to 4 and 2, Stars would move to 2 and 4. Yeah. The Panthers are 7 and a half point dogs to the Stallions currently. So let's say the Panthers lose, they're 1 and 5. The Stallions are 6 and 0. Oh. The Gamblers are taking on the Generals. Maybe they could pull the upset, but Either way, if the generals lose that game, they're still going to be in first. Yeah. Let's so, assume we're, let's pencil in at this point. Game, the generals, or, yeah, generals the are seat. there. The Maulers take on the breakers. Now I, I the breakers are seven point favorites. So I'm not going to say the Maulers are just going to win this game, but even if they lose, if it goes the way Vegas has it, they're still going to be one game out. Yeah. And, and then, then the, uh, then the cross uh, cross conference games are over. I'm assuming you're going to go into your final four games of the regular season. How is that going to work? No, because I think they get one more cross game because it matters when they play. I think they get the stallion still. Um, okay. But the, the, the following week, the Panthers get the breakers. 
the stars get that. I mean, I, I'm just saying they're very much alive. They have to play each other down the stretch. So it's right now a one game lead by the stars doesn't really mean that much, especially because they're on a backup quarterback. They haven't looked very good the past two weeks. You can make a case that the ballers could make the playoffs. <laughs> honestly, honestly, with case cookies, who is the second best team in the North? Uh, I mean, yeah, that's kind of a toss up. I, I would say, I don't know. It's between the stars and the Panthers. Obviously I'm not going to say, I don't think it's a big gap between the stars and Panthers and then the Maulers. Yeah. Uh, it's tough to say, but this was a very nice step in the right direction. Up until this week, I would say that there was a significant gap, but with badly adding another element to the offense and really the only element to the offense, uh, we'll see if maybe Madre London and uh, Garrett Groshit can step their game up and average more than 3.3 yards a rush. If they can get that fit, I thought they should have rushed Groshik more. I mean, really just keep it, keep it old school, run the quarterback, bootleg him out the outside or, or, or to the front side, uh, you know, sweep him out. And then at the same time, pound, pound Groshik between the tackles or off tackle. And uh, you know, just soften that defense, hit him with some short passes, you know, don't, don't try and get too fancy. I feel, I feel like they did a better job of it, but if they could just put in a little more run, yes. you know, yes. then, then trying I to get our like two boys ready to carry them to golf tournament for practice, right? 12 cats live across the road. Our doors open screens <laughs> broke. We need to get a new screen door, but the screens broke. So you can come in through the screen, but you can't get back out of it. I turn and look, there's a little kitty cat in our, in our kitchen. I hope I don't sound like so this I said, guy. What are you doing in here, little kitty cat? By that time, eh, the cat turns, tries to get back out. The screen won't go that way. Cat starts going all crazy. And I told our players, we need more dogs. Bo's barking in the back. I have to go shut Bo up. Mel's like, what's going on? I got no idea what the fuck he's talking about, but the Maulers need more dogs. All right. They, do they need, need more, more dogs. dogs. Run, run the rock. Let's get the triple option going. Uh, Patty C, let's talk about our rankings here. All right. Because uh, at the one spot, I have the New Jersey Generals. I think they're the best team in the league. You're gonna go Stallions? I'll go Stallions. You know, and especially when uh, Shark Dog Shark Dog comes back, and if we see him on offense at any point in the season, I know uh, we were talking to him online, and he said he's been begging to get out on the offensive side of the ball. So if we see that, look out. I think I think they have the most mojo of any team in the league, especially obviously the home field advantage helps that. But as far as the most diverse and probably the best offense and team overall, you might be right general. So, but I'll, I'll stick with the stallions. So, for but the but you would have, you would have generals at two then, right? Yeah, certainly. Okay. So I got the stallions at two generals at one. Now's where it, get, it gets interesting. Do you put breakers break a break a one, two with Slaughter Sundays at number three, or do you go bandits at number three? Well, I mean, the scoring differential breakers have outscored their uh, opponents. 110 to 85 bandits have been outscored 84 to 99. I think that's bandits also got their ass whooped by the breakers. So I think you have to put the breakers still at three. Yeah, definitely. Um, At four. Do we really think the bandits are the fourth best team in the league? You know what I'm going to (laughs) say? This is, this is going to be outrageous, but I feel like the gamblers are the, are the fourth best team. Like, dude, they've only been outscored by a total of nine points and they're one in four that how bad does that suck? That's almost like impossible. They lose every, they, they that's their halftime adjustments. If they just played in the first half, they'd be the best team in the league. Um, (laughs) uh, It's unbelievable. 
I May- guess it, since it's a 60 minute game, it, it can't put them that high. I think you got, I mean, we got to put the bandits in there. I don't think they're that good though. I yeah. mean, you want to talk about if you're a stallion fan, what you want, you want to play the bandits and not the breakers in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. So I guess the bandits will come in at four for me at five. Hold on. You going gamblers at four? No, I'll go. Bandits. I'll go bandits. Okay. Yeah. Bandits at four at five. This is where it gets really interesting because you have the Panthers, the Maulers, the gamblers and the stars. Now I'll go gamblers. I think, I think I agree with you. I mean, the stars are one game ahead of them uh, record wise uh, behind them. As far as uh total uh, scoring, but they're starting margin. quarterback. They won that with a different quarterback. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, again, cookies um, is, uh, is solid as a backup. He is, he is He's a Steve they Young just commit the, uh, to the past too much. They're too predictable. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go. I guess uh, Steve Young is the Steve Young of the USFL, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Steve Young is the. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. Gamblers five. I'll meet. I'll meet you. I'll meet you there. Okay. And at six, now we have Stars, Maulers, Panthers. <laughs> oh gosh! I mean, again, uh, at one and four. The Panthers have actually outscored their opponents by seven <laughs> points. That's unbelievable. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the Panthers. <laughs> I'm gonna say, oh man, this is tough. Uh Jeff Fisher just finds ways to lose things for them, though, man. I gotta go. I gotta go. Stars. They can move the ball a little bit more consistently. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. And then at seven, that's, that's a toss up. At seven and eight. I mean, the Panthers shut out the Maulers, but this is a new Maulers team. The Maulers, Vadley saying, Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! You just don't turn it off, Patty C. I guess Maulers still at eight, but they're right on the tail of the Panthers and the Stars. I can't wait. To, I want to see the Maulers in the playoffs. I want the Maulers. sold on the Maulers yet. Here's, here's why I want the Maulers or the Panthers in the playoffs facing the Stars. Run oriented. Yeah. Well, you know what I actually saw that really impressed me was uh, was Garrett Groshek as a receiver out of the backfield. I felt like uh, Vadley was, you know, he, he needs to keep those little screen passes down and those checkdown passes down because he was making Groshek jump like LeBron James to get those balls, and he was going up and getting them. Uh, so that was impressive. But it would be nice if they, like you said, just ran the ball more instead of doing those little checkdowns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, NC Nick was giving you a hard time about Groshek. Says he's still a bum. Says the the epitome of average. He is. Uh, he's been a little bit of a disappointment. Yes, but uh, he was making plays. I mean, he's the Tom Rathman. Look, you put that video on the uh, uh, football uh, uh, history of uh, SGPN. Yes, and it, he looks exactly like him. You know, everyone check out that page. Body. Everyone you know, check out that page. What do you think of some of these hits this weekend, Patty C? Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> I think you saw it. You were retweeting mine. Uh, Fantastic. When- Shout out to Mike Pereira for reversing yeah. that. Awesome. We awesome. want to see good hits like that, that were a hundred percent football plays. Yeah. Uh, 10 years ago, no one would have batted an eyelash at that play. Everyone would have agreed that that was an excellent hit. And he just said, look, we're not doing this like Nancy bullshit with this league. We're going back 10 years. That's all we're going back here. And That's we're all we co- need. Look, yeah. we, we don't need to see this ridiculous 
spearing or something, but that is football. Like c- collisions are football, just like in boxing. You know, yeah. we've made this, uh, you don't see them getting rid of the uppercut. So uh, I, I thought that was so fucking great. And we want more of that. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm glad that's getting a good reaction. I think, uh, I think we should positively reinforce anytime Pereira does something like that. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, man. Let's go. All right, Patty. See, um, who's your favorite team? My Panthers? favorite. Who's your favorite team to watch? Mine's mine's the Generals. Generals are cool. Uh, I like watching Shea. You know, I like watching the Gamblers. I think they're cool as hell. Who's their wide receiver? Who's a beast? Uh, number one. Gosh, I'm drawing a blank card. I mean, name. they have what? They have JoJo Ward. They have uh, Ratliff Williams. Uh, um, they have Zuber, Isaiah Zuber. Zuber. Yeah. Zuber. Yeah. He's a beast. Um, yeah, they're fun. I don't know, but I, I agree with you. I think just, just the, uh, just the variety of the generals offensive attack makes them pretty fun to watch. That's what I'm saying. So I, and, and, and if they were to expand eight teams, give me the eight team, give me the eight cities, Petty C. Oh boy. Um, well, I want to see them beat the XFL to the punch. Well, I guess we're going to find out who the are the teams being announced this week for XFL. Is that what? Uh, I don't know the, that. It did I didn't the, read that? Did you? I saw Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, saying there was going to be uh, big announcements coming this week, and there was speculation that it was going to be the team, the cities. Well, Obviously, from what I understand, we know San Antonio, St. Louis. I've I've heard speculation that Orlando, DC. Seattle's been leaked, Se- right? Oh yeah, Seattle because June Jones says he's the offensive coordinator for the Dragons, which is crazy. How can you be undefeated as a head coach and not get a head coaching job in that league? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> what am I, I missing? You would think that would have been a nice uh, resume. Why would you him? not go back to that? Well, you know what I mean? Like this guy is it's clearly like, successful. Hi boss. I'm your best employee. Yes. Uh, when you want to rehire me, <laughs> shout no. out to shout out to June Jones, friend of the program here. Um, so uh, quick before we get out of here, give me your eight, give me your eight cities. All right. If I wanted really, let me take a look at the old the US Washington federal has got to be in there, right? I mean, if I, if I'm talking about cities that I would legitimately get pumped up about, let me for let sure me, to me, the federals have to be in there. Well, with no one the, gives a shit about the fucking commanders of, of the uh, commanders who, you know, that's, it's a miracle that you're even willing to say their name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not, uh, it's the Redskins, man. It's the Redskins. Yeah. Uh, but they are, they went from like, you know, record low, like 71% approval rating uh, in the league uh, or uh, in the history of their franchise of local approval. Um down to 29% after changing their name. So no one, no one cares about them. No one likes, that's what I'm saying. And that market is big for football. Bring the yeah. federals back. I don't, and I'll, if, if, if the USFL is listening, I don't care if the XFL brings the defenders back, you can still beat them at their own game. Bring them back to the federals. Yeah. Federals have, have uh, more seasons of history than the fucking defenders. And that's the, the reality. The defenders is a weak ass name. Yeah. Too. All those XFL names were trash. Give me the feds. Uh, let, let, I mean, let's, let's take a peek. I'm going to go West Western here. Okay. In the uh, state of Washington, we could go Seattle. That's really the only, I mean, Spokane. No um, Portland, Portland would be great. I still you think know. you avoid those right now. I think, yeah. I think, I think when you go West, 
Oakland just lost the team. Yeah. Oakland, Oakland certainly is, is and the invaders and the Raiders sound similar. That's true. Play it, play at that field. <laughs> at it's the got Coliseum. the baseball diamond. I love oh, it. That's great. And then I think you got to have one in LA, even though I think San Diego makes sense. Right? Yeah, certainly. Uh, anything, uh, anything in uh, New Mexico? Could we do a Santa Fe team with no, that? Getting the, uh, no, no, man, no. I man. mean, if you they're could do into it. the arts, when you go to Santa Fe, it's like you get wine and rich people in art galleries. Let's get the Al- Albuquerque. Let's get Roswell. Let's get the fucking aliens. <laughs> no, that's that would be on par with the XFL. Yeah, sure. The aliens uh, are coming out. Fucking <laughs> terrible name. No, I think you go outlaws. You go. You go Arizona Outlaws or or Oklahoma City Outlaws. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City would be good. Arizona would be good. Denver uh, Gold. You know they had the first uh, championship games there. I think uh, in the USFL or I don't know if it was the first. But one go. of them. One of them. You know. You know who would be a, a a rabid fan base. What's that? Get a team out on that Smurf turf in Boise. I I. Yeah, I I still think though you got to go. I mean, I think you down the go line, TV markets. Yeah, I think you got to go L.A. Yeah, I think you. So L.A. is is one that, and I think Chicago makes sense. Those two, obviously, the names like the Gunslinger, Showboats, and Feds. I went in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So you didn't give me your eight, man. I mean, okay. You're spitballing bullshit here. Memphis. One. Uh, we'll say uh, D.C. Two, I like Canton. Three, the okay. Bulldogs. So these are yeah. Let's go Bulldogs. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing something, something cool like uh, Jackson, Mississippi, or I mean Memphis. I feel like you're getting that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Memphis yeah. right there. Little Rock could be cool, but I nah, say Memphis is local small, enough. Yeah. yeah. So we'll say we'll say Memphis is number four, right? Yeah. So so hold on, hold on. You got DC. Memphis, what did, what did I miss on the other ones then? Columbus, Colum- uh, uh, not Columbus. Canton is three. Canton. Okay. San Antonio let's Gunslingers four. Let's throw them in there four. Okay. Let's go Milwaukee five. Okay, I like it. I like it. Okay, we'll go Denver six. Okay. Oakland we'll go, Oakland seven. Oakland seven, and we'll go LA eight. All right, I like it. I like it. You heard it here first from Patty C. Come on, USFL. Let's expand eight more teams this next year. Let's let's kick some ass. Uh, look, we got the DFS picks show coming, uh, or the DFS episode coming. I did not win money this week because it's the second time I haven't won money this year, and it's it basically is because I didn't roster DeAndre Johnson. My fault. But we got the DFS show coming. I did win for thou- first place back a few weeks ago. Uh, out of that's not out of our our group playing. That's out of everybody in the whole fucking thing that play DFS. Uh, we also have our picks and preview episode coming later in the week. Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. We got you covered as the season continues to heat up. Um, and also, uh, you know, subscribe to all of our other great stuff to be going. College football. Me, Patty, CNC, Nick. We talk college football year round. Subscribe to the college football experience. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Subscribe to the college baseball experience. What else? We got uh, the NHL playoffs are heating up. That that uh, Penguins Rangers series was fantastic. Subscribe to the NHL Gambling Podcast. NBA is going off. Subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to the MLB Gambling Podcast. Um, so many great forms of entertainment. How about the NASCAR Gambling Podcast? They were there 
at the race on Saturday, getting some footage from the pit. That was fantastic. Shout nice. out to those guys. Subscribe to the NASCAR gambling podcast down in the trenches. We got, we got the triple crown going on horse racing. Uh, check out the, uh, the notorious OTB podcast. That's fantastic. Chase doing great work over there. Sports gambling podcast, sports gambling podcast network. We kill go on and golf gambling. We just go on and on and on here, Patty. See, I can just keep rambling. Subscribe to all that. You'll get all that via the SGPN app. Get that. The USFL gambling podcast is on Twitter at USFL gambling. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight three one. Give us all a follow. Let me let me tell you one more thing. What's that? You, you know what? You know what I saw? That was a nice development that got shut down by a holding call. A nice. Uh, speed option, you know. I believe it was run by uh, Tamu, right? Yes. And the Bandits yes. got to the edge. Boom! Nice twenty-yard gain. It was beautiful. He kept it. And Bring back some option football. Yeah, let's see a little more of that. Put that wrinkle in the game. Hire Paul Johnson with the Washington Federals. He was. He's know, got. It, it doesn't have to be that extreme. Just you know, work that into your system, especially if you're if these coaches are starting to go after the mobile quarterbacks. And the whole reason that they don't typically do it is because you can't replace these guys. Well, guess what? We just got. I mean, no, no, no slight on my JMU guy, Vadley, but they pulled him off the street this week, right? And, he, and he's and he and he was better out. than any of their I mean, other quarterbacks. I think you can risk running the option with that kind of guy. And I think there are other guys like that out there. So you don't have to worry about that investment. You can run a style of football. That's going to win. And from what we've seen so far, the option has worked in the USFL. That's what I'm saying. So the Washington federals look, Paul Johnson was at Navy for a long time in Annapolis, right down the road. Come on, there Washington federals. He'll bring in Keenan Reynolds. Let's do this oh, damn man. thing. All right. Give me triple option football. In oh, DC. We would let's love go. to see that bring. Let's make football diverse again. All right. Let's get a run and shoot team, a triple option team. Let's have some fun. All right, folks. This is the USFL gambling podcast reaction show. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Do you come from a